In 2022, nearly everything you see and hear is filtered. Social media companies are deleting ideas they disagree with. Uh, the mainstream media is reporting only what fits their agenda. And our so-called leaders are using them both to fight personal battles, oftentimes leveraging your livelihood and safety in the process. Just like you, I've had enough, and that's why I created this show. Here you get unfiltered and unapologetic content. I don't care if I hurt your feelings or if I take a position that isn't popular. I call them like I see them. I'd like to ask you to do two things to keep this show going. First, please share it with two people today. Let's show them what brutal honesty looks and sounds like. And second, please go to nickdip.com and make a contribution so we can keep this show going. Or even better, subscribe at the Comics Gym or on Patreon today and get an extra encore show each day discounts on merchandise, and more for being a monthly subscriber. Thank you guys so much for watching, sharing, and contributing to the best show around. You guys make it happen. Thanks so much. Welcome to your encore presentation, monthly subscribers to the Nick DiPaolo Show, the lifeblood of the show, the backbone, the spine, the bones of the house. Uh, thank you, guys. Seriously. Okay, let's move on to a filthy, rotten person we saved from a shithole in Somalia, Somalia and, and has no respect for the country. Omar, oh my, reps Ilhan Omar. Uh, if you don't remember her, let me refresh your memory. Hates Jews. Hates Jews. Yeah, that her. That Omar. And Lauren Bobert, Republican Colorado, clashed in what both described as a tense phone call on Monday after video surfaced of the far-right lawmaker. Again, keep in mind, these articles are written by lefties. Far-right lawmaker. Right there. Far-right lawmaker. They've been doing this since I was a kid. Far-right lawmaker. Not that she's not a radical left-wing malignant cunt. Oh, did I ruin my button? That's already in there. I stepped on my own punchline. Uh, anyways, they're calling her Bobear, a far-right lawmaker, making Islamic-phobic remarks about her colleague. Do you see how this is written? We should chase down the people, get their names, and start killing the fucking uh, journalists. With laughter and love. I don't mean, you know what I mean. The two lawmakers issued separate statements after the phone call, making clear that neither found the conversation to be helpful in settling their differences. Today, I graciously accepted a call from Rep. Lauren Bobert in the hope of receiving a direct apology for falsely claiming she met me in an elevator, suggesting I was a terrorist, and for a history of anti-Muslim hate. That's what you say about everything, you filthy Middle Eastern pig. 
Sarah C., I hope that sounded racist because it was meant to be. You're everything this country is not. You should have stayed in the shithole you were at. Anyways. Durka Durka, Muhammad Jihad. Haka Sherpa Sherpa, Abakala. Seemed like the button hit. Instead of apologizing for her Islamic comments, can you tell who wrote this political and fabricated lies? Republican Bo Bear refused to publicly acknowledge her hurtful and dangerous comments, Omar said in a statement. Let me ask you this. Even if it was true and she set him in an elevator or whatever the fuck, how would that be dangerous? Huh? We'd love to see her fucking beheaded by her own people. They wouldn't want to waste the silverware. She instead doubled down on her rhetoric. And I decided to end the unproductive call, Omar added. I believe in engaging with those we disagree with respectfully. Yeah, like the Jews in Israel. Uh, but not when uh, that disagreement is rooted in outright bigotry and hate. Oh, it's the same, just the same buzzwords and race is big and hate. Just the same shit over and who the fuck voted for her? Honest to God, Minneapolis, I don't believe you did. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Bo Bear, meanwhile, expressed frustration in a video. You see how they, you see how she expressed frustration in a video, posted to Instagram that Omar felt the initial public apology wasn't good enough. Bo Bear attacked Omar. There's another buzzword. Bo Bear attacked Omar for her past criticisms of Israel and calls to dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department following the death. Turns out Bo Bear was right because Minneapolis wants more money now for the cops. Does anybody check their work? After the death of George Floyd, an unarmed black man. Oh, they can explain it again to us in the article. Is an unarmed black I thought he was a fucking Eskimo who threw a bag of shit at an Egypt. Egypt? Egyptian guy. <laughs> and on and blah, well, he was under a uh, blah, blah. That's how you know a lefty wrote it. They have to rehash the whole fucking thing. That's how they keep the lie alive, folks. Just, ugh. She's a malignant cunt. Is she ever? Not her. She's great. Oh, we have an article. An article? <laughs> I can't wait to get out of here. I'm losing my fucking mind. I'm going to get you a line of Coke next uh, tomorrow. Yeah. One singular? <laughs> okay, let's play the video. Oh, bear. Kind of cute, but her voice kills me. I reached out to her Friday, and three days later, I was able to connect with her on the phone because I wanted to let her know directly that I had reflected on my previous remarks. Now, as a strong Christian woman who values faith deeply, I never want anything I say to offend someone's religion. So I told her that. Even after I put out a public Pause. statement to that effect. Then I don't like you either. If you're worrying about words offending people, I don't care if it's religion, you're talking about her tits or kids. It's all legal. It's all should be out there, all of it. Death threats, all of it. It's language. It's what makes us different. But go ahead, cutie pie. Effect. She said that she still wanted a public apology because public what apology. I had done wasn't good enough. So I reiterated to her Pause. what You see what we've turned into? Bickering high school girls with gossip. She said this, I said that. This is what we've turned into. And you wonder why this country was run by cranky white guys and it worked so well for years. But I, again, I digress to my misogynistic ways. Go ahead. I had just said 
She kept asking for a public apology. So I told Ilhan Omar that she should make a public apology <laughs> to the American people for her anti-American, anti-Semitic, anti-police rhetoric. She continued to press, and I continued to press back. Yes, and then Representative Omar hung up on me. Rejecting an apology and hanging up on someone is part of cancel culture 101. And he killed right, her. That's it. That's the it. All right, I can't take it. Shut her up. Yes, sir. Jesus Christ, I'm on your side and you're making me angry. Why are you talking like you're 18 and went to West Hollywood High School? And then she hung up on me and I fried my voice. Jesus. I mean, I like your beliefs, your value system, but change your fucking. You're not going to get anywhere, I'm telling you. Because I like you and I don't like you. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, the controversy involving the two lawmakers began after a video surfaced over Thanksgiving weekend of Bobert saying that she and a staff were getting, this is why I like her, on a Capitol Hill elevator when she saw a Capitol Police officer racing towards them. She then turned, saw Omar standing nearby, and she said, well, she doesn't have a backpack. We should be fine. Now I love her again. We should be fine. Bo Bear called, drawing laughs from the audience. And I said, oh, look, the Jihad Squad, meaning she said, the Jihad Squad decided to show up for work today. Good for you. I'll overlook that fried voice. That was, uh, that was kind of funny. I've, you know how many times I said that to the comedy cellar when I was there every night back in the 90s? There'd be a table of fucking, they look like poster boys for Al-Qaeda sitting up front. And I'm like, what's in the book bag? This is like right, you know, right after 9-11. That went over like a fart in an astronaut's helmet. Good night, everybody. No, it would kill. Even they would be laughing. Jen Psaki punts, I put, on Rittenhouse question. I guess it was fourth and long, and uh, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, I don't know why I like her. I don't know why. I, 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 I don't know why. I mean, I know she, she lies for a living and shit, and I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess it takes major stones to get in front of the fucking world and just lie for your balls. I don't know. I don't know. Put a bag overhead. Anyways, Secretary Jen Psaki repeatedly dodged questions on Monday from who else? Fox News White House correspondent Peter Ducey. He's like, he's to Biden what Acosta was to Trump, only he's very nice about it and polite and not a fucking grandstanding hateful asshole. Um, anyways, Peter Ducey, and they're very nice. To, it's more cordial, you know. Uh, Peter, she's like admonishes him all. Peter, we went over this, and what I'm saying is the president didn't shit his pants. He had a bag of M&Ms that melted on Air Force One that wasn't shit. Correspondent Peter Ducey about Joe Biden implicitly characterizing Kyle Rittenhouse as a white supremacist. Wake up, white people. Can you imagine the president, the president of the United States, right after this happened, right after the Rittenhouse shooting thing, like a week later, he tweets that, you know, he's white supremacist. Can you fucking imagine being that irresponsible? If you've watched the trial and know anything about this kid, he's, what he is is a great soldier. A, a kid his age who has core values and, and believes in backing him up. 
God. You watch the media, just look at the headlines. They refer to the, the other guy, the, the lone survivor. And he's a, he was a vigilant. It, it is fucking sickening. What the media does, the legacy media, which is all lefties, I don't know why you want, where your hatred of this country comes from, it's fucking beyond me. And if you've been watching this trial, I swear to God, we're going to find out when it's over if he gets acquitted, which he should. We're going to find out that the fucking, I swear to God, you're going to find out that the, uh, the prosecutor is an NRA member and really hated what would, <laughs> he is that bad. Rittenhouse was 17 years old when he shot uh, three men. That is not what an AR-15 sounds like. Does he have white stuff on his face there? Or is that just the lights? He does what I do when I go to the range. I put on my kitchen gloves for fingerprints. <laughs> Dallas actually looked at me like, okay. Um, shot three men, killing two. Again, listen to the tone. Even in the New York Post, when I read about this, they make him out. The language is just so, it's just, ugh. Killing two during riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin last year after the police shooting of Jacob Blake. By the way, another story that the media hid you got the truth from. A black guy who had a rape in his past uh, actually had a knife when the cops shot him. They didn't tell you that for a few days until it came out. Just And that all triggered, that led to this unrest with the scumbags, and they weren't from Kenosha. Most of them did come in from Milwaukee and other places. Rittenhouse is facing multiple charges related to the shootings. Rittenhouse's attorneys have argued that Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense while the prosecution has claimed otherwise, which is hilarious, because when you have videotape, the fact they even brought these charges against this kid is just goes to show you how they're out to fucking destroy the Second Amendment. On Monday, Judge Bruce Schrader dismissed the charge of Rittenhouse being a minor possessing a firearm. Um, the reason being is his gun was long, considered a long, the barrel was long enough. There's a certain uh, measurement requirement you have. If it's short barrel, he's in trouble. So even the prosecution had to admit it was legal. So the judge, like a good judge, would threw that out which looked like the only thing they had a shot at, maybe. Uh, I mean, let me say something, folks. There's already... If this kid ends up getting charged, this might be the tipping point. Only because it's around gun-related. And all those NRA members that have been behave behaving themselves, they see what's coming, the writing on the wall. Better be careful. Um... Uh, not me. I have a super soaker and I put talcum powder in it. The Rittenhouse family has reportedly been considering a defamation lawsuit. I hope he does. Imagine if he sues the president uh, over the president's comments. Why did President Biden suggest that Kyle Rittenhouse on trial in Kenosha is a white supremacist? Asked Ducey. I guess that's the video we're going to show you. Okay. Go ahead. So, Peter, what I, I'm not going to speak to right now is anything about an ongoing trial, uh, nor the <laughs> president's past comments. Uh, what I can reiterate for you is the president's uh, view uh, that we shouldn't have, broadly speaking, uh, vigilantes patrolling our communities with assault weapons. We shouldn't you said you couldn't comment on it, but you got that comment in, didn't you? This is what my boss says. Somebody get up there and tear her top off. Go ahead.
and have opportunists corrupting peaceful protests by rioting and burning down the communities they claim to represent anywhere in the country. As you know, closing arguments in this particular case, which I'm not speaking to, I'm just Pause. making broad. Leave her up there. Yeah, right there. Well, how you like that? I fuck it. I tell you. You want to fuck with their best? <laughs> go ahead. Ah, go ahead. Comments about his own view. Um, there's an ongoing trial. We're awaiting a verdict. Beyond that, I'm not going to speak to any individuals or this case. But the president has spoken to it already. And his mom now, Kyle Rittenhouse's mom, came out saying that the president defamed her son. And it claims, uh, she claims that when the president suggested her son is a white supremacist, he was doing that to win votes. Is that what happened? I just have nothing more to speak to an ongoing case uh, where the closing arguments were just made. Go ahead. So Peter, red beaver right up there in front of you. I don't think it's crazy at all. <laughs> There's no better show on the internet. During an appearance on Fox News, Hannity, uh, New, Hannity show, Rittenhouse's mother, Wendy Rittenhouse, was asked by host uh, Sean Hannity, when the candidate, now president of the United States and other elected officials that don't know anything about your son, refer to him as a white supremacist, I have yet to see any evidence whatsoever that he is such a person. When prominent people say that, how did that impact you and how uh, did it impact him? Hannity asked um, Rittenhouse's mom. And of course she said, I despise it with every fiber of my being. She's got a terrible cold, I guess. Uh, I was in shock, she said. I was angry. President Biden don't know my son. White woman? Whatsoever. He's not a white supremacist. He's not a racist. And he did that for the votes. See, she's no dummy. And I was so angry for a while at him and what he did to my son. He defamed them. As Ducey mentioned, Wendy Rittenhouse has described Biden's remarks as defamation several times, including on Fox and Friends this weekend. The day after the first 2020 presidential election debate between then Democrat president nominee Biden and then President Trump, Biden tweeted a video which included Rittenhouse with the following caption. Do we have that? Or There's no other way to put it. The president of the U.S. refused to disavow, so that's Biden referring to Trump, you refused to disavow white supremacists on the debate stage last night. How dumb. He's not even, I don't know. Fuck you and fuck you. Who's next? Can you imagine saying that? And then you have uh, Joy Reid and other hateful uh, whitey haters in the media making fun of him, saying he was acting when he was crying on. Can you imagine a white anchor person? And you should, by the way, you have the right to say the same shit about a black 17-year-old on the stand. In a perfect world, I wouldn't have a problem with Joy Reid and all those people saying shit like that if white people had the same freedom. Bishop Erotica. The headlines, and anything with a bishop in it. And erotica. I mean, we all, a lot of us guys call our dicks bishops. Am I right, Kevin, Stewie, Lou? Lou, Mary. How about a fresca, Mr. Scholarship winner? Hmm? Danny, uh, my niece. 
a former Spanish bishop has been accused of being possessed after he left the clergy to be in a relationship with an erotic fiction writer. Possessed sounds like he's found his marbles. And began working at a company that exports pig semen. Is that what makes him possessed? <laughs> Xavier Novell, uh, the ex-bishop emeritus of uh, Solsona, made headlines in September after Spanish media reported that he had fallen for Silvia Caballo, a psychologist and erotic novelist. <laughs> Cabal has authored the books The Hell of Gabriel's Lust <laughs> and The Amnesia Trilogy. The Amazon a summary of which includes the question, what happens when attraction is stronger than any code of ethics or social norms? Um, call me a detective, but I don't know. Restraining orders, rape, uh, murders, shallow graves, girls screaming in pain. Novell was widely considered a rising figure in the Spanish Catholic Church where he performed exorcisms. <laughs> he does look kind of creepy. Looks like Mr. Bean. Uh, so he did exorcism, according to the Spanish media. He also promoted and reportedly underwent harmful gay conversion. <laughs> now we're getting He's to a it. Fan. Well, not anymore. Described by victims as aggressive and destructive after resigning. He's just fucking crazy. That's all there is. That's all. Novell disappeared from public view and has not appeared in the media. Last week, Novell again found himself making headlines after Spanish media reported that he had begun working Semen Cardona, a company which produces and exports high-quality pig semen. Not that cheap pig semen shit with a, you know what I mean? It's got dirt in it and no salt and tastes horrible. What? High-quality pig semen to over 20... Countries in Europe, America, Asia, and Africa. Oh, my God. It's hilarious. He's a fag. I don't know about that. Leave the kid alone. <laughs> we prepared and distribute porcine. Is it porcine? Uh, semen of high genetic value, the company website. Say, don't fall for that false shit that, that uh, yeah, the ShamWow guy and Mike Lindell are pushing. Uh, from fresh and frozen doses of the best genetics worldwide and with maximum guarantees of quality, uh, prolificacy, oh, I got it, and biosafety. Semen Cardona could not be reached for comment. They did reach a lady who used to work there, and she said this. Some of Novell's former colleagues have reportedly criticized his decision to leave the church as well as his new occupation. Why don't you mind your fucking business? Citing conversations with members of the Diocese of Solsona, Spanish national newspaper, ABC wrote that some clergymen thought he was possessed by the devil. And they asked him about it, and he said this. Um, your mother sucks cocks in hell, Paris, you 
Speaking of his new job, a priest who reportedly knows Novell compared his actions to the parable of the prodigal son, uh, in which a son squanders his father's money. It's like the parable of the prodigal son in the Gospel of Luke, the son who abandoned the father to lead a debaucherous life and ended up wishing to eat pig slop. Really? The priest reportedly told ABC, but in this case, it's the beast slash devil because he masturbates to them. I almost didn't do this story. What was I, nuts? Oh my God. Debaucherous or not, Novell appears to be continuing with his life for now. And according to the uh, regional uh, Regio 7 newspaper, is set to marry. Uh, oh, the, he's going to marry the author, Cabral, this week. Well, good for you. Doesn't have any issues, does he? <laughs> Fucking crazy as a shithouse rat. That's all I'm going to tell you. If that's a lesson in that story, you don't. If you're gay, you don't try to fix it. Just let it fly. Let that freak thing fly. Uh, headline, model prisoner. A model allegedly ordered her husband's execution at their son's fourth birthday party. Oh, my God. You're a loser. You'll always be a loser. Because she didn't like him. Camilla Meriden, who was suspected of living a secret life as a cartel queen, was arrested after Ricardo Maradin was shot dead during the family celebration. Cops initially believe Ricardo was the gang leader, but they now understand his wife holds a senior position in the criminal organization. It's hard when your wife is more successful professionally. Uh, in the coastal town of uh, Montijos, Parana. Ooh, who wants to live in Parana? Look at those blowjob lips. Are you fucking kidding me? She could tell me, listen, I'm going to suck your dip, dick, but it's going to cost you your life. And I'd go, when do we start? And they, and they have since uncovered her hoard of 13 luxury houses worth 3 million Brazilian real, which is $547,900. So those houses stink. <laughs> 13 houses, and it comes to fucking a little over half mil? <laughs> then again, you ever see Brazil? And five cars, for Christ's sake, I get four, and I'm only selling weed, including two Audis and a poor, you can't be a drug dealer in an Audi. The fuck's, what's the matter with you? What the fuck's the matter with you? I told you not to get anything too big, didn't I? Get it out of here. After his death, the Brazilian beauty told authorities the killing was likely a case of mistaking identity. Oh, come <laughs> on, sweetie pie. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you're born that beautiful, seriously, she's probably been that pretty since 12, right? And, and, and it's a curse. A lot of times, I, I, I have a theory on this. You know, hot strippers and shit. Nine out of 10 of them sexually molested, they, or they get involved with a guy fucking, you know, 12, 15 years older when they're like 16. It's really a fucking curse. So I suggest you girls cut your noses off if you have nice tits when you're 14. That's a tip from Uncle Nick for the holidays.
But do you know what I'm saying? You see these stunning strippers and, you know. But the fashion influencer has since been arrested for Ricardo's shooting and the deaths of two former. How cold is it to have him whacked? Your son's dead? Whacked at a fucking birthday party. The deaths of two, also question about the death of two police officers, former police. She was reportedly caught on her way home from her mother's house where she allegedly hit a Glock pistol in a garden. I don't know nothing about that. Oh, you do. We found a Glock in the tomatoes. I don't know nothing about that. Bullshit. You're in the olive oil industry, are you not? I don't know nothing about that. Frankie, I'm going to ask you one more time. I don't know nothing about that. The gun buried in the garden was later recovered by officers. Payments totaling more than 1.3 million Brazilian real, that's $240,000, were also discovered in Camila's bank account. Military police said they had been investigating the gang for several years as part of Operation Tingao, my singer, Operation Ostentation. <laughs> they using it in uh, English for the operation? during which 39 weapons have been seized. But Christ's sake, Dallas has that many under his bed. <laughs> Colonel Hudson uh, Lencio Teixeira, commander of the Piranha Military Police, said they showed off in high-end places with expensive cars and motorcycles. I told him, don't get nothing too big. Then I tell you, get the fuck, get it out of here. It's under my mother's name, Jimmy. My mother in law getting, getting smart with me. They didn't hide anything they got from crime, drug trafficking, and money laundering. Fourteen other people have been arrested. Police spokesperson Colonel Barroso said Camila was already planned but had to be brought forward after the deaths of her husband and former policeman Thiago Cesar Carvajal and Guillermo Antonio da Costa. I don't like stories from Brazil. They have 11 names. Um, can you imagine that, though? And uh, who's that right there? Donny Osmond with age? <laughs> I did a cameo today for a guy. He's gay, and it was for his ex-boyfriend, who's, who won Top Model on NBC or whatever the fuck. Now the gag. What's with all the beautiful guys? I, I hear girls saying this. It's really true. Why am I fruity? I was beautiful when I was young. I still like pussy. Hey, well, what's the matter with you? <laughs> but this, so I Google the kid. He's fucking, he's not a, not a six pack. He's got like a 14 pack. I'm not fucking exaggerating. Um, definitely gay though. But boy, did I have some good ones for him. And they love my comedy. Proving what? Proving um, they can laugh at homophobic jokes. Uh, anyways, back to these guys I just mentioned. They were killed in the neighborhood. Oh, no, not Cajorro in the, in the Piranha State capital of Cordiba, three days after Ricardo was killed. According to reports, Ricardo was gunned down at the end of his son's fourth birthday party in the city of Pinhas. What is this, a test for me? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're going to hand me my... Uh, PhD in Spanish, a master, whatever. Four armed suspects are said to have arrived in a silver Volkswagen. Wow. <laughs> I guess you want to be low profile. Volkswagen uh, Voyage and fired multiple shots at Ricardo, who fucking bounced off one wall, ended up landing on Sammy the Clown. 
And that guy's gun went off too. It just said bang on a flag. <laughs> Happy birthday. Only in Brazil, man. Is that the one of the most, they don't, feds don't even like to go over there. It's so violent. Happy birthday to Jose. Happy birthday to Jose. Happy birthday. Dad? Daddy? Just blow out the candles. Hey, Conchita. Uh, days later, on the morning of November 10, two former cops were shot dead by a gunman in a silver Volkswagen Voyage, possibly the same one used in Ricardo shooting. Homicide investigators, the Barcello, Tito Barcello, said the crimes could be related as Ricardo and Thiago knew each other. Yeah, I would say that's a good... I could connect those dots there, Thiago. The investigation continues, so stay tuned to this. We'll be on it. What, are you kidding me? This shit goes on every day in Brazil. Fucking violent place. How dare I say that? I live in America. But we know the problem in our country. I could bring down the crime rate in a fucking heart. So we all could. Nick, what are you getting at? You know what the fuck I'm talking about. The Polish, we got to get them under control. And the Amish, they get together. When Polish and Amish people get together, you know what they do? They make those fake fireplaces for people that you can buy. Very nice. <laughs> Aussies, as in Australia, have case of the crabs. Oh, my. Oh, my. What does that mean? Used to get them all the time, had a blast. I live next to a nightclub, I can't help it. I was handsome in my 20s and I was getting it left and right. Some of them were girls. Listen, the thing, um, this is the jaw-dropping moment. A biblical plague of 50 million crabs head to the ocean to breed. Look at it, it's like spring break in Daytona. Bunch of horny kids. That's what you come home by with spring break. You come home and you'll be scratching your balls on American Airlines on the way. The swarm of cannibalistic critters shut down roads from the jungle to the coast on Christmas Island off of Western Australia. They cause fucking traffic jams. Come on, goddammit. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> Unbelievable footage shows the bright red creatures descending on townships in what is considered one of the greatest animal migrations on the planet. <laughs> Every year, an estimated 50 million crabs, 50 million crabs make their way from the forest after rainfall in October to Lena Dunham's bush or November and head to the ocean to mate. What did the blind man say when he passed the fish market? I don't know. Good morning, ladies. <laughs> so juvenile. The crabs generally, they eat leaves, fruits, it's the same shit I eat when I'm on a diet, flowers and seeds. <laughs> but get this, they have a dark side that sees them eat their young. Bon appetit. Oh, tiger. Now I know why tigers eat their young. Look at those things. It looks like there's a lot of meat in them. I wonder if they're edible. I doubt it. There'll be people there scooping them up, no? 
The crab's cannibal side comes out when babies returning from their first ocean migration are feasted on by adults as part of their diet. People, I think, don't fathers in Alabama chow on their daughters? Oh, for the love of God, you can't be saying shit like that. That's a wives' tale. The journey takes them through residential areas. <laughs> what, they don't have ways? Look at that pile of crabs. Again, that reminds me of my underwear I threw out of the window at Sigma Nu, my junior year at University of Maine. Uh, residential areas in tourist hotspots through the winter months. Photos and videos shared by Parks Australia show thousands upon thousands of crabs scurrying across roads and specially constructed bridges. Are they racist bridges? Or are they Jeff bridges? Get out, everybody. The animals also turned up at the door of an office block. <laughs> Imagine. Guess you'd rather see that than a, a fucking, you know what, uh, what do they call them? Jehovah's Witness. Residents of the uh, drum site settlement in Northeast were trapped in their homes on Sunday due to the sheer number on the roads. Oh, my God. And workers, some of the crabs are holding BLM flags. Uh, and workers were forced to uh, rake the crabs off the tarmac in a bid to keep the island moving. A spokesperson for Parks Australia, which looks after the country's green space, said, ow, ow, uh, with red crab, mig he says, with red crab migration in full swing on Christmas Island, the crabs are turning up everywhere, including at the door of office buildings and houses. Our staff has been... Uh, our staff have been out managing traffic, raking crabs off the roads, and providing updates to the community on road Can you imagine? They, you know, kids have snow days here. They get crab days. And <laughs> National Park acting manager Bianca Priest got to be related. A uh, buddy. You know what I'm talking about? The bodybuilder, Lee Priest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got Unless that's a very common name over there. Uh, Bianca Priest said the spectacular annual event on Christmas Island, which is popular with travelers, has become an attraction itself. Can you imagine people just go to watch? He's looking at you, kid. She said world-renowned naturalist Sir David Attenborough described the red crab migration as like a great scarlet curtain moving down the cliffs and rocks towards the sea and considered filming the spectacle as one of his 10 greatest TV moments. Over the years, visitors have traveled from every corner of the world to witness this wildlife phenomenon. I would really kind of, I gotta be honest, that must look, in, in real life, it's kind of creepy. I like to get drunk over there and just, I don't know, get, get like a 50 pound sledgehammer and just go running, making crab soup. It'd be beautiful. So I just I thought I'd throw that in there, break up the politics a little bit. That is it, you guys. Think that I would say it. You're very welcome. We'll see you back here for the final day of the week tomorrow. Have a good one, everybody.